You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Yeah, Army-Navy. 16 consecutive years of going under. And from a betting perspective, I see that in one of two ways is like, wow, the under has been hot, but also at some point trends die, you know, they're not, it's not going to be under forever. So we see a total of 33 in this one. So I'm very interested to hear what Pete has to say when it comes to scoring. If he thinks there's going to be at least a few touchdowns. All right, so let's get to Pete. He is Pete Medhurst. He is the Navy Athletics play-by-play voice and also co-host of Russell and Medhurst, 9 to noon on Team 980 in Washington, D.C. So on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line, Pete Medhurst. So, Pete, we've been talking about the total in this one. It's very low at 33. So even if you're not like a sports better, uh, are you expecting a low total in this one? You know, trends uh, continue. If you look at both service academy games already this year, I mean, Chelsea, they're played in a shoebox. It's it's fullback sledgehammer one side, fullback sledgehammer on the other. Both teams tend to be conservative up until, you know, the need to have a trick play. Last year, our trick play was accidental. You know, our our long snapper accidentally snapped it to the up back. It was not by design. Uh, and it ended up, you know, being a critical first down for us uh, late in the game, or we might possibly lose the game. So, you know, this game, you know, for whatever reason, uh, the coaches, again, they don't want their players to make the big mistake because one mistake in this game usually turns the tide. Therefore, conservative play calling tends to lead to conservative totals, and that trend has stuck for a long time in these games. And even if you look at Navy games of late, you know, the Central Florida game, you know, went under. Cincinnati game went under. And had Navy played in the first half like they did in the second half against Notre Dame, that game would have gone under as well. It was just a explosive first half from the Irish uh, that sent that game over. So, you know, when you see Navy right now, the trend this year so far, certainly of late, has been under. Yeah, and Pete, you know, when you look at this uh, at the uh, the side of this game, Navy's four and seven, Army's five and six. So I think a lot of people are going to look at the records. And Navy is actually favored in this game. They open as underdogs, but now they're favorites. Do you agree with the line movement when you kind of prepare for this game? Watch both teams on tape. Do you think that on a neutral site that Navy should be favored? If you look at the two schedules that the teams play, they're not even close. Navy's four and seven is a lot different than Army's five-win season. They have two FCS victories. You know, they're playing UMass. They're playing UConn. You know, we're playing against teams in arguably another power five league. I mean, 
three of our teams are leaving for the Big 12 at the end of this season. So the schedules aren't even comparable uh, when you look at it. And I think that's why the betting public has jumped on Navy. Plus, when you look at it, and Kenny Amatololo, the Navy coach, even talks about it. Certainly, I'm finding some wood to knock on here when I say this because I don't want to jinx Navy. But since Brian Newberry joined Navy as defensive coordinator, Army has not really been able to move the ball almost at all against the midshipmen since he's become uh, the defensive coordinator. So Navy is hoping that that trend continues uh, as well. Navy, if you look at the numbers, what does Army do? They run the football. If you look at Navy, they're top five nationally in rush defense. So I think that's another trend that the public uh, jumped on here when you had a chance uh, to get the Navy on the plus side of this. Yeah, that's usually the starting point, at least for me, when trying to see what the key matchup is. Like, what does this team do do really well? Can this other team stop it? But what are some of the other X factors in this game that maybe people won't see on the surface? You know, to be honest with you, Chelsea, I don't know if there really are when these two teams play each other. I mean, it's a real simple football game. It's one of the fastest football games of the year. I mean, heck, if we just like the Super Bowl, if we could bet on like time of game or something like that, uh, this game would usually go under that uh, as well because the clock is constantly going. I think if there is one trend, you know, since Xavier Arline took over at quarterback for Navy, their offensive production has gone up considerably. Uh, rushing yards per game, rushing yards from the quarterback per game. The fullback, Daba Fofana, has been much more effective in the run game for Navy since Xavier took over uh, when quarterback Ty Levitai got hurt for the midshipmen. So you can see that kind of uptick in Navy's production. Look at them over the last three games. And again, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Central Florida, these were all three really good football teams that the mids were able to move the ball a little bit uh, against and good defensive lines. So you had a trend coming in. Now, three weeks off is another dynamic that changes it for Navy. Army's been off for two weeks uh, coming up into this game. So Navy was in quite a rhythm, but also had three weeks to get some people healthy. And they're going to be as healthy as they've been coming into a football game probably uh, since the opener against the University of Delaware. So uh, I think that's another thing right now, certainly, that trends uh, in Navy's favor. There's no excuses, certainly, on the Navy side right now uh, coming into this game uh, as they take on Army uh, on Saturday at 3 o'clock. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Pete, I wanted to ask you about just the long rest that Navy has had because obviously they had that big win over UCF, take some time off, and now you get to rest up for a game that you know is going to be extremely physical. While Meanwhile, Army had to play against uh, UMass recently. 
Do you think that almost the extra time off for Navy and the fact that they have some big-time momentum after that UCF win is just more reason why they are favored in the game and why you might like them to win this game against Army? I don't know. I don't Look, I mean, rest and recovery is the number one thing that coaches talk about after every game, getting prepared for the next one. You know, there was a time in football where, you know, every week, Coaches would hit, hit, hit. They would hit, hit, hit in practice. And then they slowly realized by the end of the season, they lost like 25% of their players due to injury. So now the rules have changed and everybody's kind of figured out, oh, rest and recovery is a good thing. Giving guys something to drink during practice and during games is a good thing. It's not a sign of, you know, losing your manlyhood by giving a guy a drink of water uh, during all this stuff. So rest and recovery is number one uh, on every coach's list. And, you know, I, I, again, there's two schools of thought. Navy had quite a rhythm going into, into that break, and you're worried that that rhythm might be broken. At the same time, both Army and Navy have had time with the extra week uh, to, to get people healed up uh, for this football game. So, again, each team is going to be at their best. Uh, there's no excuses. And even if there were people out, these are two teams that will never make excuses uh, for winning and losing, because as we know, upon graduation for the seniors in this football game coming up in May, there's a much greater calling uh, that these young men uh, are going to be uh, partaking in. So, you know, playing with a little bit of a, you know, a bruise uh, for a football game uh, to these guys is nothing compared to what some of them uh, will be doing upon uh, commissioning uh, in May. Yeah, I don't think anybody's questioning either of these teams' toughness. Uh, let's switch gears to the Commanders, which I just looked at their schedule, and weird quirk, they're playing the Giants again after their bye week, after tying them? What do the Commanders need to work on uh, during their bye week? I mean, it, it's real simple to me. Find a way for Taylor Heineke to make plays in the passing game. Uh, if he can do that mistake-free, you know, the tie, ironically, ends up benefiting the winner of this game, if there is a winner uh, in this upcoming game, because now you have a head-to-head tiebreaker with the loser in this game, you know, being 1-0-1. And, and it, it, there's a very good possibility that these teams end up in a tie record-wise at the end of the season. So you want to have that head-to-head tiebreaker. If you're Washington – your conference record, you're sweating it a little bit. You want to stay out of a multi-team tie with yourself and then either potentially San Francisco, Seattle, and the Giants because then you get into conference record. It gets a little dicey for Washington at that point. You Clearly, you look at the Washington schedule. You feel like you can play with the Giants, obviously. You're going to get Brock Purdy against San Francisco, which makes you a little bit closer in that game. 49ers still going to be favored because of their tremendous defense. But Brock Purdy, I'm telling you, terrific quarterback at Iowa State. Kyle Shanahan is an offensive genius. He will, he will formulate things to make Brock Purdy as mistake-free as possible uh, in those games. So just because Purdy's playing for San Francisco does not make that a layup uh, for the commanders. Clearly, they'll see Deshaun Watson, who looked very pedestrian uh, last week for Cleveland. But you have to expect with a couple of more weeks under his belt, you know, he might get better. And then you're hoping Dallas has nothing to play for in that last game. So that makes this game for Washington a gigantic contest, uh, pardon the pun, coming up against New York. You feel like you were the better team. You kind of left a little unfulfilled from the Meadowlands. You're hoping you can repeat the running game performance again. 
and uh, knock off New York this time because it would give you a tremendous edge in a tiebreaker situation. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a playoff-type game next Sunday night in D.C., no doubt about that. Pete, I want to ask you about the pecking order in the NFC. When you look at Philadelphia, when you look at Dallas, now with Brock Purdy under center in San Francisco, in your eyes, who do you think is the team to beat at this point in the NFC? I mean, there's no doubt it's Philadelphia. I mean, I was on Philadelphia from the very start of the season. They were my Super Bowl choice uh, in the NFC. Jalen Hurts has even gone above expectations uh, this year. We knew the addition of A.J. Brown was going to mean something. It's really meant something not only for him individually with his numbers, as we saw his revenge tour against Tennessee get the GM fired uh, earlier this week, but you look at them as a whole, their growth offensively, and it's kind of covered up some of their blemishes on defense. Sure, you can run the football against them a little bit, but you got to be able to stop them. Even in a game against Washington, where Washington wins the game, Philadelphia didn't have problems moving the ball in that game. So you look at them, they are the closest thing to a complete group uh, in the NFC. Had Garoppolo stayed healthy, that San Francisco team was certainly knocking on their bedroom door uh, with the rise on. You would be a fool to think that Purdy will play perfect football uh, for them, but that defense gives them an opportunity each and every time, as does Dallas's defense, because Dallas can get to your quarterback, Dallas can harass your quarterback, and usually when you do that, you create turnovers for your football team. That's what makes the three of those teams so dangerous, but Philadelphia's ability – I think consistently to be able to play the game on the offensive side and Jalen Hurts is, uh, you know, really just looking at everything in the mirror going, look, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I'm going to prove everybody that I am an NFL quarterback. And those that watched him in college know throwing the football was never an issue for him. Doing it against, you know, more complex NFL defenses was the one challenge that was left in front of him. Jalen Hurts has answered all the questions so far this year and barring significant injuries I do believe Philadelphia uh, rightfully still sits at the top of the table right and it should be an interesting situation to watch unfold a great insight as always from Pete Medhurst he is the Navy athletics play-by-play voice and also co-host of Russell and Medhurst nine to noon on the team 980 in DC Pete great stuff thanks for joining us glad to have you thank you very much For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.